दिस इज ऑल इंडिया रेडियो विस्पर्स ऑफ द वेंट ऑल इंडिया रेडियो इन कोलैबोरेशन विद विज्ञान प्रसार प्रेजेंट्स साइंस सीरियल विस्पर्स ऑफ द वेंट बेस्ड ऑन अंडरस्टैंडिंग एंड मैनेजिंग क्लाइमेट चेंज एंड ग्लोबल वार्मिंग टूडे इज एपिसोड नंबर ट्वेंटी इंटरैक्टिव प्रोग्राम बेस्ड ऑन लिस्नर्स लेटर्स A very warm welcome to all our listeners and to our panelists. This is yet another episode of the interactive session that we always have after each segment of uh, the science serial that we have Whispers of the Wind. Uh today we have with us Shri TS Pawar, Director Climate Change and Energy Program WWF and Shri Nakul Parashar, Director Vigyan Prasad and of course uh, the coordinator of the serial Dr. BK Tyagi I was also working with Vigyan Prasad. A very warm welcome to all of you. Thank Thanks. you. So Mr. Tyagi, what the wind has whispered? Nice way of, uh, you know, <laughs> yes. asking the question. Yes. yes. I think this was the almost uh, third segment which we have just concluded and uh, there were around 8 uh, episodes on that. And this entire segment was on uh, the impact of climate change in terms of which we are uh, seeing in the form of, uh, you know, global warming. and then we have gone into the final layers of that impact hmm. in terms of what would be the impact on health hmm. then what would be the impact on our food security then with the as a result of uh, global warming hmm. there is a rise of you know the sea level yes, yes. and the people who are be displaced who are living around the coastal area do we have any plan to rehabilitate yes. them yes. the other place and also the interesting part was that this segment also has one episode on uh, the beneficial impact of climate change because all the time we have been talking about the negative impact of climate change i'm surprised yeah. to even learn this phrase <laughs> beneficial impact of climate no change. yeah definitely it's not always because we have to understand the thing in that way because the co2 carbon dioxide is the main culprit you know for climate change mm-hmm. or the global warming but this was the gas only or uh, which made the life possible on earth mm-hmm. if we remove that small portion of co2 from the air i think the condition at earth either it will be too hot in the day and it will be too cold uh, during the night like the other planets has which would made life impossible yeah so i think in a way oxygen is a life giving gas but this gas has made the life possible on earth so it is equally very important component of our air uh, but the question is uh, the amount of co2 has remained constant since the origin of oxygen based life on earth and it was only around 150 years back when we had that industrial revolution since then the co2 level is increased Increasing. and all the possible consequences or the bad impact of uh, you know in terms of uh, uh, the environment mm. uh, degradation the bad you know uh, condition of all the natural resources are because it started from that time onward so we can divide the entire period into pre industrial time and the post industrial time and all those problems has you know came or being surfaced only after the industrial revolution so we try to you know accommodate all that possible thing into this segment very well dr tyagi you really informed us well uh, what was agenda of the segment mm-hmm. that we had uh mr parashar can you please enlighten us on 
how can we communicate it to the youth especially school going students college going students or those who are pursuing a career in the field of science uh, doing research works interesting uh, we all know that we have uh, uh, four possible sources of media that can help us disseminate all that we have been talking and there's been a great big brouhaha about it and it is true because we all feel it we experience it and it's important that uh, we are sensitive to it and it's important for us to also make others uh, know about what's happening uh, so as i said the, these four different media that we talk about print electronic digital and social but the most important thing is how effectively can we communicate yes. right if we talk in a typical scientific uh, manner or a typical scientific language would be a little difficult for a common man to comprehend yes it, it won't right, be that right, effective right. Yes. for that matter vigyan prasar which has been into existence for last 30 years and particularly i'll you know compliment uh, my colleague and our senior person in this area dr b k tyagi who has done quite a bit in this he has written a lot of books he has written a lot of articles and goes around talks about it this particular serial that we're talking about is his brain child and uh, you know all these different segments that we are talking about have been designed and devised by him in such a manner that the effectiveness of communication about this such a important issue which we are all of us are affected with gets to everybody so then we have television media uh, fortunately vigyan prasar has also been interested with the uh, science channel which is called dd science which is a, an hour slot on dd national where we talk about and we have plenty of such programs that get aired on a regular basis on the social media of course our teams are very effectively talking and we do have almost every possible social media that we can think and talk about it and fortunately we know that in our age today where uh, you know all these media have become so very interactive you get instantaneously you get responses to it you can think about the remedies you can talk about then you can make people understand and as i said the kinnor example that i spoke about there are number of them if you look at uh, i mean it's just something that's not stopping every day you have something or the other uh, you have whatsapp you keep seeing videos that get viral so this is how you know we think and we all understand we will all agree that this is how we can probably let uh, the masses know about such a uh, important aspect and the problem that we are all facing and i think uh, i will probably rope in uh, dr pawar for this matter that how you know the sea levels are increasing and and interestingly you talked about how the water expansion because of thermal expansion is also one of the reasons so i'll just leave the floor to you to, yeah, yeah 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 because uh, that is very interesting yeah. yeah for me also like i never thought like uh, this could also be an additional factor of uh, sea level rise mm. can you elaborate more on that sir yes so uh, it is true that both these phenomena reinforce each other for example if we have higher temperatures uh-huh. it would lead to greater melting of glaciers yes and that is one direct thing because mm-hmm. of which the sea level rise is there second aspect is the more the temperature the greater would be the volume of the water mm-hmm. and because of that there would be a rise in the level of yeah. the sea water so both of so them double jeopardy yes <laughs> and, and actually yeah. it adds up uh-huh. and that is where there's also a recent report mm-hmm. by the un on the impacts of climate change mm-hmm. related to cryosphere mm-hmm. and uh, that also is pointing out to mm-hmm. more and more coastal mm-hmm. cities which are there being mm-hmm. vulnerable and uh, i think at the level of 
50 सेंटीमीटर राइज मेनी ऑफ अवर बिग सिटीज लाइक लाइक मुंबई चेन्नई कोलकाता दे वुड बी सिवियरली इम्पैक्टेड बाय द इम्पैक्ट ऑफ सी लेवल राइज सो दिस इज अ वेरी चैलेंजिंग सॉर्ट ऑफ इश्यू विच इज देयर एंड दैट इज वाई द एफर्ट्स आर देयर नॉट ओनली बाय द गवर्नमेंट ऑफ इंडिया बट इट इज अ ग्लोबल इश्यू सो दिस रिपोर्ट डील्स विद द इम्पैक्ट्स टिल द एंड ऑफ द सेंचुरी दैट इज ट्वेंटी वन हंड्रेड बट देर आर ऑल्सो इन टेरम सिनेरियोज विच डील विद द ईयर ट्वेंटी फिफ्टी एंड द लेवल्स आर डिफरेंट ऑब्वियसली एट डिफरेंट पॉइंट्स इन टाइम बट इट इज पॉइंटिंग आउट Currently, if you see, all the countries under the Paris Agreement had mm. agreed that they would take measures to limit the temperature increase to well within two degrees centigrade, yeah. but make efforts mm-hmm. to towards limiting it to 1.5 degrees centigrade. Degree. Yeah, yeah. But just on mm. one point on this is mm-hmm. that we already have exceeded one degree centigrade, mm-hmm. and the current trends. Mm-hmm. indicate that by 2100 year we are headed towards a almost 3 degrees Maybe. rise in temperature that's My alarming God. that's, that's more than alarming yeah. yeah but doctor sir there is a one thing like uh, the whole culprit for entire thing is co2 but co2 doesn't pollute the air it dilute the air so what is the connection between then climate change and pollution yes a very interesting question you have asked so co2 is not considered as a air pollutant by definition yes because air pollution is more of a local phenomena mm-hmm. in which we take pollutants such as pm particulate matter pm 2.5 pm 10 i am mm-hmm. sure you all would have heard mm-hmm. it is in the newspapers every day so that day. means it is only the solid particle no it uh. is solid as well as gaseous yeah. particles okay. for example oxides of nitrogen mm-hmm. sulfur dioxide mm-hmm. and there are other harmful pollutants for example mm-hmm. benzene toluene ph mm-hmm. others are there mm-hmm. even ozone also now and ozone yeah. also very true yes. so there is also a close relationship between air pollution and climate change mm-hmm. and many of the air pollutants are also climate forcing agents mm-hmm. for example black carbon is one black carbon is generated when there is incomplete mm-hmm. combustion of fuel mm-hmm. containing carbon mm-hmm. so for example even you know the wood fires which are there mm-hmm. so they would generate lot of mm-hmm. black carbon now black carbon has properties that in the lower atmosphere it mm-hmm. would absorb the sunlight and heat the atmosphere mm-hmm. so that is one direct thing which mm-hmm. leads to warming mm-hmm. in addition uh, we have sulfate particles which reflect sunlight so mm-hmm. they have a slightly cooling effect which is there mm-hmm. and then we have the ground level ozone mm-hmm. which is generated by interactions of Uh, hydrocarbons and oxides of nitrogen in the presence of sunlight mm-hmm. ground level ozone also has a warming effect so mm-hmm. the net effect of all this is that there is a net warming effect which is happening yeah. okay uh, dr parishar vigyan prasad is organizing a mega event in calcutta do we have something oh, yes. related to this oh uh, yes yeah. oh, very much very much india international science festival mm-hmm. this year is going to be in kolkata and this is going to be uh during 5th to 8th of uh, november and uh, at vishwa bangla convention center and science city mm-hmm. these are the two major venues where we'll have more than 28 events mm-hmm. this is the fifth edition of iisf or the india international science festival these 28 events at the india international science festival this year will have each of them 
will have a topic, will have an issue to discuss about this climate change. Mm-hmm. Interestingly, even the students, the young students, mm-hmm. will, will be a part of this uh, science village where about 2,500 students would be there, mm-hmm. from where, uh, in which we'll have about 500 students from the Atal Tinkering Lab, and we'll have about 300 students from Northeast uh, mm-hmm. states. They will also be coming from the Atal Tinkering Lab. The reason we have gotten them is because they would then get mingled with the rest of other students to talk more about climate change and how, what they are doing, what knowledge they have and what policies and things that they have been told and talked about so that they can bring a change at a very early stage Mm -hmm. because uh, we are here today and these youngsters will be there tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And they are the ones that we all anticipate and we've been forecasting and talking about that they will be the ones who will be the most affected. Mm -hmm. So, of course, it becomes much more pertinent that these uh, youngsters get a chance. Yeah, sir. Uh, this brings uh, me to the to a relevant question. Actually, uh, the kind of communication that you are going to have through these uh, international film festivals and events like this, uh, is there any difference between the approach that you have towards uh, students or youth from rural India, rural uh, area, and the urban area? Of course, they have uh, the background matter how they perceive a certain information, how they receive it and how they process it. Mm-hmm. So is there any difference? I, I'm just curious. Well, uh, interestingly, it used to be a difference between the two. Uh, at the moment, I even don't see a hairline difference between the two. Technology is so advanced. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody, whether it is rural or whether it is urban, has an access to, to the, same the, information. the information, yeah. wireless telephony, mm-hmm. internet is e- easily yeah. available. Mm-hmm. Even it was surprising to see that, uh, you mm-hmm. know, I did ask somebody, you get a newspaper at your house? He says, yes, I do. But my old uh, uncles and grandparents, they only read it. We don't read it because we have access to mm-hmm. everything on our handheld devices. So in such a scenario, when they are so aware, even if you go to a, um, a village uh, in any place in the country, I mean, most of them have an access. The mm-hmm. internet telephony uh, has been very uh, you know, advanced at the moment. And awareness also. You know, a WhatsApp group for that matter. We all yes, are, we yes, all yes, are victims yes, to yes, it, I would yes, say. Yes. But uh, I was talking uh, about the authentic uh, information. Uh, and the yeah, when it gets to the authentic information, uh, Government of India plays a very important role in this, especially the Department of Science and Technology, the Ministry of Earth Sciences. They actively, proactively go out with their uh, outreach programs and they have been providing authentic actual information which is duly validated so it's just not you know something that's been told also at Vigyan Prasar which is a part of the Department of Science and Technology Government of India we are also mandated to provide these information in a format which is easily understandable which is easily comprehensible to one and all and we do understand and that's the reason why Vigyan Prasar has also gotten into taking this into Indian languages. Oh, we've, okay. we've, yeah. So yeah. we started with Bangla, we went to Tamil Nadu, started with Tamil, and we've now gotten into Kannada, and also Gujarati is the one which is the next on the line, and Marathi as well. Mm. So we have a, a big uh, program for all Indian languages where we would be certainly disseminating these uh, problems, issues that are grave concern to everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. I yeah. Think, yeah, yeah, yeah like yes, ask, yes, yes, yes. Uh, uh, I just want to ask Dr. Pawar, recently we have this scope in uh, Noida, I think a week-long uh, conference or a discussion, whatever you, you may call. Uh, they were discussing on this climate change and the desertification. So how these two things are linked and uh, if we look at it in an Indian scenario, how it going to affect us? 
Yes, so this COP was held in Noida and it was an important UN event which was there. Mm -hmm. As you rightly said, you know, with climate change, what we are having is that the rainfall patterns and the intensity of rainfall would be varying across various regions. Mm -hmm. So that might lead to increased stress on water resources in certain areas and the consequent impact it on the desert loss of biodiversity that means the forest cover the, the second uh, plant exactly. cover will the, be lost yes so and one is because of the change in the sort rain, of location rain rain, uh, rain, yeah, rain pattern rain patterns yeah. is one thing but uh -huh. the other issues which were also important and which need to be considered is mm -hmm. the desertification because of the change in land use mm -hmm. because of deforestation and the forest areas being put to yeah. different activities. Yes. yes, 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 yes. So that means these are all uh, man-induced or the reason is more anthropogenic rather than uh, so natural. I would say it is a mix of both anthropogenic and, uh -huh. and natural. natural. How you say the natural? Which are those natural factors? Which because, for example, if we have certain desert areas huh. and if adjoining that the pattern of rainfall changes. But rainfall pattern is changed because of anthropogenic factor. That I is think, true. I think we are that in a very true. bad vicious so, circle then. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, to whom we should blame? Nature yes. or, or ourselves? No, uh, you are absolutely right. Uh, yeah. in, if you look at holistically, so it is because of the anthropogenic factors mm. that the climate induced mm -hmm. uh, changes are occurring. So that part is well established. Okay. What I was also trying to bring in is that other issues, for example, say deforestation, mm -hmm. could be because of change in land use from forest to agriculture or other activities, mm -hmm. which is more anthropogenic. Mm -hmm. But once it changes and then the impact of climate change because of rising temperature may lead to higher incidence of forest fires and others. So there is again a bit yeah. of natural yes, element yes, which is coming yes, in yes. Uh -huh. but overall the summary is that mm -hmm. anthropogenic See, factors are one, responsible one very interesting like uh, if we look at the uh, western part of our country it is a desert or arid zone it bound to like the desert bound to happen here but uh, with the human intervention we have this canal system and all that the greenery has increased okay and now you see like last few year we have seen the heavy rainfall in the area where you know there was hardly any rain especially uh, this year until now i think we have listening the South flooding in jaipur or uh, those uh, bikaner and other districts mm -hmm. is it a factor which we can say is uh, because of climate change or it's a, a seasonal variability but even seasonal variability if you see we don't have the pattern at all of such a heavy rainfall in this area because uh, naturally they, are, they fall into a desert area. But now we are experiencing, witnessing a heavy rainfall in this. How you like uh, so, uh, yeah. give a reason for that? Very. It's because it's always you know, troubling me to understand how it is happening. Very interesting question. So if we look at in terms of climate change, we have to take a longer term time frame to assess whether it is really a climate-induced phenomenon. Mm -hmm. If you look at Indian monsoon, it has its own variability. As you rightly said, normally the retreating monsoon say starts in the western part, say in mm -hmm. the first week of September or so. This year it has been almost delayed by a month. Mm -hmm. But there are certain issues which we see variations in the monsoon pattern 
year to year mm-hmm. and there are decadal variations also in every 10 years you know yeah. you assess and see that there are these variations occurring even in century also there is a variation yes so if we mm-hmm. have variations over a longer period which mm-hmm. imd defines as say 30 years mm-hmm. so if we see changes beyond 30 years 50 years mm-hmm. then we try to look into the causes and see it from a climate lens but i'm i'm just intervening mm-hmm. here because the geologist has a different perception altogether they say there are periodical uh, the earth you know uh, experience those the phases of uh, global warming and global dimming so if we look at that from the geologist point of view uh, to what extent like you agree with that because the environmentalists are saying no it is uh, not so it is all because they are saying this because the whole controversy or the difference of opinion is that one group of people they are saying it is a natural phenomena because earth is now uh, passing through that uh, global warming stage now after that the global dimming will come where there will be more cooling but the environmentalists are saying no it is a totally human induced consequence so how we take a balancing view on that so uh, if we look at you know most of the increase in co2 concentrations mm. have occurred rapidly after the and it's pre-industrial yeah, it has areas. increased yeah 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 i think that and the temperature increase has also been noticed mm-hmm. and all the scientific models predict mm-hmm. that by the end of the century we are going to have significant increase if measures are not taken right now right. which will lead to even more catastrophic and extreme mm-hmm. weather events mm-hmm. so this is one thought mm-hmm. which is established by science and which is uh you know on which the entire premise and the discussions yes. are taking place so this anthropogenic element mm-hmm. of climate change in the last say 150 mm-hmm. 160 years is well established mm-hmm. when you go back to the geological stage mm-hmm. so there have been these cycles in the mm-hmm. life of the earth where there have been phases of cooling and warming mm-hmm. so that is a different sort of frame of analysis altogether okay so yeah. that means like we have to believe that uh, this global warming is or climate change is a reality we have to live with that so now uh, it's time for uh, so yes yes i request uh, dr parishar to read out uh, these are the uh, people i think all the letters which we have received uh, these are some of the uh, like names which we are including in our uh, this program sure, sure. and they are all are entitled to get their uh, this kit which we are uh, being developed wonderful, for the, the, this program right yeah so we have uh, received a number of letters and of which uh, we have amit kumar uh, since this was an email where his address was not mentioned and this is something that we wanted to tell our listeners very clearly that if you were to you know uh, put in your entries please make it a point to tell us where you come from otherwise you would miss to get the uh, gift hamper that you get from vigyan prasad as the award uh, another uh, person who's uh, responded to us uh, is hukum chandra kataria from khargon madhya pradesh and so is srishti pande from lucknow a gentleman uh, from mansor a village called kotla bahadur in mansor mr tupan dagi patel and minakshi pande from lucknow again are one few of these listeners who responded positively to our uh, this uh, section of uh, uh, whispers of the wind 
डॉक्टर हिमेंद्र कुमार पुष्करण कलाम राकेश पुष्करना फ्रॉम उदयपुर राहुल कुमार फ्रॉम बांका बिहार जय कृष्ण कुमार अगेन फ्रॉम बांका बिहार एंड अ जेंटलमैन ट्वेंटी सिक्स ईयर ओल्ड रामदास जी फ्रॉम सिवनी मध्य प्रदेश हैज बीन आर अ पार्ट ऑफ दिस बिग टीम दैट हैज गॉटन द गिफ्ट हेम्पर फ्रॉम विज्ञान प्रसार दिस टाइम आर रेगुलर लिसनर संजीव कुमार फ्रॉम करनाल वी रियली सेल्यूट फॉर हिज consistency the way uh, sanjeev ji you have been participating and writing questions and answers to our program we truly appreciate it and look forward hearing from you on all of this so with this i think uh, yeah and uh, looking at the list i can only say that the thing that we just uh, discussed here that it is interactive and whether it is from rural area or from urban area uh, mm-hmm. listeners are there mm-hmm. and they are interacting with the team of gyan prasad and uh, with the team of the serial whispers of the wind uh, it was a wonderful discussion and i thank you all for being here and to have this meaningful discussion i just hope we can take something positive um, back from here and we have something to look forward to towards uh, mitigating uh, the bad impacts of uh, climate change and increase if there are some beneficial impacts of climate change uh thank you all thank, thank you. you thank you thank you whispers of the wind you are listening to the 29th episode of this science serial produced by all india radio in collaboration with vikyan prasad interactive program based on listeners letter Participants experts were Dr Nakul Parashar director Vikyan Prasad Dr Birendra Kumar Tyagi senior scientist and coordinator of the science serial Dr TS Pawar director climate change and energy program WWF India Navodita Mishra is the moderator of this program and assisted by Naveen Kumar our addresses science serial whispers of the wind director Vikyan Prasad A50 Institutional Area Sector 62 Noida 201309 You can also write on our email ID radio@vigyanprasar.gov.in Please do write or mail us your full name age and profession If associated with Science Club do let us know the membership of your club If you have any query or question do not hesitate to write to us We will be back again with the next episode of this science serial Whispers of the Wind same day same time next week till then goodbye